Hey, everybody. Something's off episode 71, I think this is. 71 or 72. I think I'm done counting. It's it's rather narcissistic when you're, you're just counting the number. Like Again, I'm the only one doing this. It is a solo venture, a one-man enterprise. I don't think people are really that invested in hearing me count number one, episode number two, number three. They just want to hear me get on the microphone, talk some shit, make a fool out of myself, and maybe say something mean about somebody's mother. You know? I got I got drunk last night and it it wasn't even a fun drunk. It was just a very I'm not a, I'm not a violent drunk nor am I a happy drunk. I'm just an in the middle sour surly queef of a human being when I have too when I'm in a bad mood and I have a little too much I just turn into just just the embodiment of a of of a grandmother of just a grumpy grandmother who just sits and internalizes everything 70 years of family secrets just in one old lady's brain i i'm that kind of drunk just that sitting in a corner looking at people just staring them down the second they look back at me i look away cowardly annoying just curmudgeony 30 year old and i gotta i gotta stop it's just it's annoying me it makes me feel shitty i just go home feeling like shit i'm the kind of drunk where i will never i will never rant to other people i will never start shouting and ranting at other human beings but i will go home and do quite a passionate monologue to myself oh i should have I should have fucking told that prick what I thought of him. I should have told that girl that she's phony. I should have told everybody that I'm fucking... It, it, just, it just erupts into me sitting at a table with a fucking Big Mac hanging out of my mouth. Just... Just venting. You know? Yeah, I gotta take these. I have no audibles on these headphones today. I forgot my my jack's all fucked up and I just so I'm just talking into a microphone. Maybe this comes out okay, maybe it doesn't. I'm just right now speaking into oh, just hit my interface there. Hopefully it didn't make too much noise. But uh, I can't hear the feedback. I don't know, guys. I'm back at my parents' place holding uh I guess like kind of holding things down. Um it's been a wild uh, been a wild week here in this neighborhood. Before I got back last week, it was like the morning before I got back here. Uh, I was at my place when this happened. But my sister almost had her car stolen in the driveway of my parents' home. I don't know too much about cars. I don't even know what kind of car she drives. It's it's a nice red one. That's that's all the description that I can give. Anytime somebody says, hey, what kind of car do you drive? Uh, I, I, I drive a uh, dilapidated green thing. That's what I'd always say. I drove a Pontiac Sunfire. That was my first ever car. My aunt gave it to me, I guess out of pity. She was moving to the city and she uh, no longer needed it. She would just be riding the subway and you know dodging people with machetes. So she just gave me 
her Sunfire. And I just, I never really knew much. I didn't, I didn't even think of like, hey, I should maybe research Sunfires and, and do that. I just started, I just drove it. I don't know anything about it. I just eat the food, you know? I don't know how it's made. I don't know where it comes from. Germany? I don't know. But these guys, apparently, uh, my mom has this thing where it's it's like, it's not insomnia, but it's like, it's something else entirely. Uh, where she'll, she will get up in the middle of the night and she can't fall back to sleep. The sound of a pin dropping or someone saying something outside, someone yelling outside, that's enough to wake her up. So my mom hears these doors shutting outside and that wakes her up. She sees these, these car lights coming and she gets up to the window and she sees two hooded men with masks on approaching, making their way up the driveway and then peeking into my sister's vehicle. And just as they're about to break in, she starts pounding on the door, the front door. She made her way downstairs, and they just run away. Kind of cowardly. I mean, have a little conviction in your profession. I mean, you're obviously going to... Thieves are like dirty comedians, right? They know that what they're doing is going to piss a few people off, they know that they're going to anger and annoy people. So you just kind of got to just tread through it. You know, you got to kind of fight through it, fight through the naysayers and just keep doing what you're doing. You can't just run away and give up the second somebody just starts banging on glass and gets angry. You got to keep doing it. Unless that person has a gun. I don't know. But I'm starting to hear... Anyways, these guys drove away, uh, just sped off. We couldn't get the license plate, couldn't get anything. My mom obviously called the police and said that, you know, these guys tried taking the car. They couldn't do anything because they don't have an ID. They don't have a car. They, like, what are they going to look for? Uh, there's no camera system or anything installed in my parents' home. They're, they're thinking of getting like a ring camera now, one of those cheap little ones that you just put on your door and you can, you can see everything like HAL 9000 from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Two armed assailants are stealing that big red car, Dave. That's my impression of Hal. If any of you are familiar with the iconic 1968 Stanley Kubrick masterpiece, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, that's really all I know from that movie. Not, never a huge fan. I love the opening, love Hal 9000. Anyways, I'm straight, the fucking, my ADHD is just getting to me. So these guys drive away, whatever. We never see them again. Uh, there's been no attempts made on the car or the house or anything since then. You're just constantly hearing more stories of, of things happening in my old area where I grew up. And it used to be just so quiet. I mean, uh, you'll hear about, you know, not just people trying to jack cars, but like a shooting or a stabbing or a robbery or somebody was beaten up or just like something. Just you're hearing more and more of this stuff, which is why. I have made the decision after careful consideration that I am going to be hiring private security for my family, almost like a mercenary type. He's not, no one's going after anybody. He's just going to sit and guard my family's home where my parents and my sisters live. 
it's probably somebody I can find in my old neighborhood bar that I used to go to. Um, it carries that kind of vibe. It's a very good place, but the clientele is questionable, and you will find nefarious individuals there. Uh, you, I'll probably be able to just walk in, and it'll probably just be some guy that I'll see in in the corner of the bar, just sitting in a booth by himself, uh, probably drinking a Jack and Coke. You can barely see his face. It's dimly lit, and I'll approach that guy and talk to him. He'll be like Motherfucker Jones from Horrible Bosses, the guy who Jamie Foxx plays. He'll he'll probably be able to point someone out for me if he is not the individual in question himself. So what this guy is going to do, basically, the job just entails, you just sit there in a folding chair on my parents' porch, Coors Light in one hand, crossbow in the other, eye patch over your face, ideally, just gives you more of a mercenary type look. Every mercenary that I think of just kind of looks like a space pirate. You know what I mean? Like somebody from Guardians of the Galaxy. And you just sit there and you just, you look for busybodies. You know what I mean? You just look for people that might be up to no good, whether it's the Turkish man walking his dog, whether it's the Polish man going for a light jog in the evening. Evil comes in many forms. They always say, like, don't, don't, never judge a book by its cover, which I think is generally true. Uh, that, that should just be a basic rule for life. But there are some people, to be fair, that you can just get one look at and you just know right away you've stabbed someone. You've probably stabbed somebody. I don't know your politics. I don't know what you like on a sub. But I can just tell by looking at you, you've probably done some dirt. So this is what this security guy is going to do. He will be paid in Bitcoin. I will order him a pizza every night on me. However, if he wants garlic sticks with marinara sauce, that's unfortunately going to have to come out of his check. Times are tough. I need to be frugal. This is all a joke, by the way. I'm not getting a mercenary. I don't even know how to find... I'm not a tough guy. That's just it. I'm not a tough man. I've never been a fighter. I've been in two fights in my life, and they both ended with me kind of on the ground. I got a couple good shots in, but th th it was when I was a kid. I've never been in an adult fight. I don't know what I would do if I truly... I guess I could defend myself. People are not crazy until they are, but I I've never been that guy who's just... I've just always been the drinker who just sits and sourly judges people. Yeah, so I don't know what I, I... I don't know. I think I might move up north and just become a hermit at this point. I talked years ago about leaving the city and moving to Greenland or, or some, some foreign place where it's desolate and no one can get to you. And I'm thinking of... of I, th I'm, I think I'm going to go through on that promise. Yeah, it's just a crazy time, man. Whether it's it's shit in the suburbs or shit in the city, man. The suburbs is just it's just a giant place full of people who've never been punched in the face. I mean, there's fights and there's things that happen, but the general population are people. It's not like you'll hear these people who grow up in my area. They 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 think they're like. 
they talk like they're Southie kids. They're like, man, in, in, in my neighborhood growing up, man, you just didn't fuck around, man. You didn't want to fuck. It's, it's like you you live across the street from a Costco. There's a McDonald's drive through that you could easily walk to over there. You're, you're not living in South Philly. It's, it's, it's just, it's a bunch of skateboarders all pretending that they're the Wahlbergs. It's just insanity. That's all the suburbs is. It's just, it's just one giant community. It's one giant collective of people who've never been hit. And by the way, I'm not condoning any type of violence. But you'll go, you'll walk into these plazas. You'll, you'll be going to the liquor store or going in to get groceries, and you'll just see these groups of kids just kind of standing around, all mouthing off. Sometimes they're throwing shit. They're super loud, super obnoxious. There's old ladies walking by. They have no... And it's like this. they've never suffered consequence. They've never had to be confronted for any of this. There, there's nothing worse than... There's nothing more dangerous than people who, do, who are unaware of consequence because they're liable to do anything. Because it's like, hey, who's going to bother me? That's why I think ultimately the suburbs are more violent. No, actually, let me rephrase that. The suburbs are scarier than the city. The city, you know what you're getting. The city, you know when you're walking, you know, hey, there's a lot of crime around here. I don't know what's going to happen. I need to watch myself. So you constantly have that guard up. When you meet kids that grew up in the city, meet people that grew up in in a, in a, in an urban environment they have that sort of switch where they can just go to on guard instantly in the suburbs they don't have that they usually don't have that in the city psychos are busy dealing with other psychos in the suburbs you get one psycho in there and because nobody has their guard up you never see the psycho coming all, all the most prolific serial killers were all suburbanites. John Wayne Gacy, uh, B- uh, I think Bundy moved from like place to place. This is scary shit. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm saying, man. It's just all so nuts. I actually watched that John Wayne Gacy documentary not long ago. It was like a or a Netflix series, whatever. They they can never they can never just give it to you straight. It always has to be like a series of like four episodes. It can't just be an hour and a half of a guy. Like I all that's all I need from a serial killer in a clown suit. All I want is just an hour of it, and that's all I can handle. I, I I don't need a prolonged, and this is how he grew up, and his father, he used to put his head over the Bunsen burner, and just w- whatever shit, we know, yes. we we all. I think it's safe to say that all serial killers, not ideal childhoods, not ideal upbringings, somewhere along the line, someone went at them with a spike bat, and really change their outlook on humans.
there were not a ton of trips to Disney World for the Bundy family. You know what I mean? But I'm watching this Gacy documentary uh, after after like the third episode. After hearing, because he's in Chicago, he's in the suburbs of Chicago, the suburbs of Chicago. After hearing the 19th retired Chicago detective being interviewed, I turned it off. They just, every Chicago person just, after, after Chicago people hit a certain age, they slowly start morphing into the embodiment of the food that they eat. So you just got this old fuck sitting there just looking like a chili cheese dog. You know? He's uh, just sitting there just, yeah, so we followed Jan over to the coffee shop and we just uh, we just sit there and just wait for him to make a move and then we'd follow him a little more. All over Chicago. We'd follow them all over Chicago. I just uh, I just had to make sure that I could get home and uh, watch the game at Wrigley by 8. That's like the whole show. It's just the same guy. Just It's like Bill Swirsky's super fans from SNL. They're just all like, <laughs> after every sentence, I was just expecting these guys to go, da, bulls. Da bears, da bears. We had John cornered right on the intersection of West Addison and wherever, 107th. I don't know Chicago streets all that well. My only knowledge of Chicago outside of visiting the city a couple times is just the Blues Brothers. But that's the whole show. And I'm, I'm not goofing on... Chicago people in accents. I, I like Chicago people very much. I think they're funny. But like again, like Toronto where I grew up, it has an accent. Like a lot of people a lot of people mistake the Toronto accent for being like a dialect, like slang. Like you'll see this white kid in a bucket hat who's like adopted Jamaican patois. So he's just standing outside of a hasty market with a vape pen, like, yo, what's up, doggy? What's up, fam? Yo, doggy. That's that's all it is. People think that's the Toronto accent. The true Toronto accent is just anybody that you see walking along Bathurst and College Street on a summer day and they just talk like yo bro, yo man. They don't raise they don't raise their vowels when they should and they raise them where they shouldn't. So when they say sorry, it's sorry, bro, yo bro, sorry man. And then where they shouldn't they'll be like can I have a glass of water, bro? Water. I want the water. I want a bottle of fresh Canadian water, bro. That's the Toronto accent. When I was working at the warehouse of Bobcat in the parts department, that was every customer who would walk in like, yo, man, I need a I need a couple seals and an auger and a spring for my machine, bro. Yo, bro. It's always these very prolonged yo's and bros and it's like the longer the longer the guy holds the o the happier he is right so it's it's almost like he orgasm like he's like bro bro yo 
When you hear a Toronto guy talking that way, he definitely got blown that morning. He and his wife definitely just celebrated an anniversary. Yo, we went over to the keg for our uh, fifth wedding anniversary, and we both shared uh, a couple of garlic knots, bro, and uh, I had a square slice of pepperoni pizza, and it was really cool. And then we, we both shared an orange Fanta in a martini glass, and that's us. That's our relationship. That's how they talk, and I just I find it hysterical. Yo, bro. Yo, man. Yo, goal, bro. <laughs> oh, man. It's just so ridiculous. It's funny. Like, Toronto people are very funny. It can be a little irritating, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, it's just so uh, nuts. That accent's like a Boston accent for people with head injuries. I'd, <laughs> I'd love to see the Toronto version of Goodwill Hunting. Just a remake, but instead of Boston guys, it's all Toronto. It's you know just a bunch of friends who hang out at an auto repair shop. One guy walks in like, yo, I'm so good at math, bro. Yo, I'm so good at counting. I can, uh, I one plus one is two. I can do a subtraction. Five minus three is two. You put those two twos together, and then you have four, bro. It's pretty basic. And then you can put an, another two under, which means it's squared. That's how you do it. They meet the Robin Williams character, and it's it's just it sounds exactly like them. Just you know, if I were to ask you about war, you'd probably quote me a sonnet. Once more into the breach, dear friends. But you've never been near a war. You've never been outside of a Leafs playoffs game after they just blew it to the Bruins. Guys just decking each other with $18 Molson Canadians throwing each other to the ground. You've never been near that. <laughs> My boy's wicked smart, fam. All right, I'm ending it there. Something's off with Alex DeWitt. Follow me on TikTok, follow me on Twitter, follow me on social media, Instagram, something's off, Alex DeWitt. And yeah, that's it. I got uh, all some show listings on there if you uh, want to come to one, if you want to see me live doing these things. I'm going to be at the Royal Comedy Theater this week. I'm going to be uh, at the Social Capital Theater at some point later in the month. Uh, I'm going to be at Tonight Bar Thursday, the 19th of May. Got a really good show with my buddy Keith Andrews hosting and Jeremy Domsky also hosting. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, take it easy.